0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddihy with Nissan on News Talk. Our next guest is just back from Somalia, which is a country on the brink of possibly significant crisis. He says that he was shaken by the scenes that he saw uh, caused by a drought, which may well turn into a famine, depending on how the next number of days and weeks go. With us is Irish international and UNICEF ambassador Donica O'Callaghan. Donica, nice to talk to you. How are you?
1: Yeah, likewise, Anton. Thanks so much for having me on.
0: It Normally, Donika, when we would chat to you, it would be in happy circumstances and yes. fairly upbeat. This is therefore unusual. What you saw was particularly tough.
1: Yeah, it was tough, Anton. Like you said there, I think everyone is probably waiting on news to come from Somalia. But I've seen firsthand what's going on and I'll be honest with you, it's just my own personal experience. These people are in an awful, awful way. So you you talk about it there, but what I've been seeing firsthand is every single minute of every single day, a child being admitted for severe acute malnourishment. So that means like absolute seeing these kids starving, absolutely starving. So what's happened has there hasn't been a rainy season for four uh, rainy seasons now for them. So where they're living at the moment, their crops have failed, their animals have died. And they've had to make long journeys up to 150, 100 kilometres to get support from aid agencies like UNICEF who are on the ground there. But not all of them are making it, Anton, and the people I saw firsthand are making it in really, really poor shape. Making it, and you know, you're, you're having conversations with mothers that are having to make absolutely unthinkable decisions about how they leave their family or separate their family. So... Um, I suppose we haven't seen it on the scale yet. Of course, there is an awful lot of other news out there, but the people in Somalia are in an awful, awful way And To be honest, it did it did shock me, Anton. I think I've been on UNICEF sh- trips before where you chat about disease or different things, but seeing someone firsthand die from a basic need like food, I, I don't know, I think maybe there's something in our DNA that, you know, it kicks in to Irish people that you just you feel that like you've to do everything to to help and and do as much as you can so yeah it was it was really hard to see of course UNICEF are on the ground there and able to provide uh for these um young children that are making and and their mothers that are making activity centers but what we're learning is the the people making it there even at the moment what's to come is way way worse so like they're predicting at the moment that there's over 300 and 50,000 children in Somalia at risk of dying from starvation. That exceeds what happened in the famine in 2011 already. So it is, it's so hard to see. It's so hard to see when you see first hand on town that, you know, you see a two-year-old child weighing the same weight as a five-month-old baby, you know, and it, 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 it's tough to see. And I know, I know we're all, struggling times are really really difficult but I think there's a compassion about us as a people that we look to help when we possibly can and it's amazing I've been lucky enough to stand for our anthem 94 times but it's when you're on the field and you meet you meet people that no Irish people will help like Sarah Murray she's from Monaghan she works with UNICEF out there she works in gender-based violence but how warm people are to us because they know the Irish will help and You know, they even reference Mary Robinson going out there, um, you know, in in, in a number of years now. But that is the warmth that we're held in, purely in in the regards that they know Irish people will will help out.
0: And I assume, Danica, given that you are a father yourself, it, it must be particularly striking, it must be particularly difficult seeing yeah, the think, children in particular in that because obviously that's UNICEF's focus is the children yeah. in particular and to see little kids as you describe malnourished and I assume if they are if the weight is as you describe for a two-year-old weighing the same as a five-month-old child they're they're on the edge of bare survival.
1: Yeah, they are and you, you've nailed it, Anton and you always relate with probably the phase your own kids are in. You know, I, I was just seeing a little girl who had sole responsibility for her two younger um, brother and sister but her at the age same age as my own little girl Sophie you know well sorry she was 14 and she has all that responsibility looking out for them and I suppose there is you know there is tough things to see but like what what you probably get a bit of a lift out of is that UNICEF are on the ground and able to help out in some of them situations so UNICEF are providing schooling there not only which provides food for these kids and food that they can take home, but it also gives a safe place. And I think, you know, I, I don't want to get into it, but like what we learned, Somalia is not a very safe place for girls. And, you know, that really did shock me, listening to some of the stories when you chatted to um, Sarah Murray about the the, like, you know, the the programs that are in place for gender-based violence and the safest place they can be is in school. And um, it, it just like you said, they're making it all relative to your own kids. But I do think there is something, I don't know, there's something in our, our makeup that seeing people, you know, seeing young babies there, like I, I don't mean to be over graphic, but we do all remember the images from, say, the Live Aid songs. Well, these are, this is what we're seeing right now. Can I ask
0: about that, Danica? Because that's, I I suspect the only thing that might worry people in listening to what you're describing is as soon as you hear the word Somalia, there are echoes of previous famines, of previous droughts, of previous civil war, of previous conflict. Is there a risk that people will listen to you talking now and say it is ever thus and it's an insoluble problem and therefore I won't even try?
1: Yeah, well, A hundred percent, Anton, because you can understand that, but I suppose what area I was looking at it from was the human reach part of it, the humanitarian side of it, the UNICEF side of it. And what I actually saw was the work being done, working to make it happen, finding other ways to make sure that, and not only children, but the mothers were looked after, child-friendly spaces. I 100% hear what you're saying, but I suppose... There does come a point as well where we need a compassion for people and to think of others. And I think, you know, that their need at the moment, um, I, you know, I, I couldn't actually think about some of the decisions they have to make as parents. And look, I'll be honest, I was purely looking at it from that kind of mother and child point of view. And I, I can tell you, first, right now, they, they have no support if it wasn't for, you know, the goodwill of people looking out for them, um. Of course, there is historical matters, there is different types of conflict, there is, you know, there's a whole lot going on, there's other challenges, there's insecurity, there was drought, we've had famine before, but I I don't think that's a reason to not help people that need our help right now, and, um, you know, it is hard to, I, I totally understand that side of it, but I, I suppose I can only speak first hand on the warmth of the people I met, and...
0: Indeed, and as no you say, the, you're already talking about 7 million people affected by drought, and if famine is declared, we could be looking at, at hundreds of thousands, if not millions more, um, affected by drought, starvation and um, endemic hunger. If people listening to you, Abdonika, want to contribute, want to help, where do they go?
1: Yeah, it'd be brilliant if they could, and Anton, we know it is tough, we know it is hard for people, but if they just visit unicef.ie, I I know this just if you can put things in context, 43 cent provides like nutrition for a severely acute malnourished child. So if you think of it like 100 euros will provide 20 malnourished children with two weeks of life saving food. And I've seen it firsthand, UNICEF is on the ground implementing that, but they they actually, I know there's something, they can't reach the amount of people they need, to. they need more support. So, any little bit that people can spare is greatly appreciated.
0: Well, that website again, that's unicef.ie, and that was former Irish international and UNICEF ambassador Dunica O'Callaghan. The hard shoulder with Kieran Cody with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.